This is the Sexual Alchemy Podcast for men who want to discover and embrace profound confidence, intimacy, pleasure, and connection. I'm Rebecca Lowry, and I invite you to explore who you really are as a confident, sexual, and sensual man. Whether you're dealing with specific sexual issues or you just know there's more to it than you've experienced so far, this is a safe space for you to learn, grow, and expand your erotic potential and possibilities. Hello, and welcome to the Sexual Alchemy Podcast. I have a really special one for you today, and it's a little bit different than the regular format of my podcast. This one is a recording of a class that I was invited to teach in February. I was approached by a wonderful woman named Amy Arundel, who runs some couples sexuality classes in St. Martin, and she asked me if I would teach a course for her Valentine's Day couples workshop that she was holding. It was going to be online and it was such a great idea. She wanted to make it kind of COVID safe. And so she had all these couples that were going to be joining her on the evening online. But she, because it's a small island, she went around to everyone's house on the day and gave them all gift baskets that included chocolates and candles and other romantic things. I can't remember exactly what she put in there. And so that they would have those things and they joined in. I couldn't attend live because it would have been like three in the morning, our time here in the UK. But she showed my class that I taught. She and I had a little conversation and then she did some other bits and pieces with the couples. Sounded like an amazing event. The feedback afterwards was awesome. And so I wanted to share that with you. So like I say, slightly different format. Amy introduces me and I teach a little bit and she and I have a little bit of a chat and I hope you find it useful and helpful. Here you go. Good evening, Rebecca. How are you doing? I'm really well, thank you. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for agreeing to give us some information for our first ever Spice for Life event that is being held online. It's unfortunate that you know that you're not here with us in person and you know we're doing it online, but the next session you'll be in same words. Oh, I'd love that. <laughs> All right. So everyone, this is Rebecca. Rebecca is an expert in men's sexuality, self-awareness, and personal and spiritual development. She is an author, the host of the Sexual Alchemy podcast, and creator of the Sexual Mastery Activation Cards for Men and the Sexual Alchemy Journal for Men. Rebecca has over 25 years of experience in training, in healing, personal, and spiritual development. The last 15 years of which have been specifically focused on awakening men to their true erotic nature. Rebecca, thank you for being here again. Thank you so much, Amy. I'm really looking forward to this. And we discussed a couple of topics that would be helpful. So I'm going to talk a little bit about how to get out of your head and really present for being intimate with your partner, and a little bit about how to get more pleasure out of your intimate experiences and your erotic encounters as well. So the first thing I think is really important to say is that we all have some kind of busy life. And although in the movies, it shows you, you know, you arrive home and you just bang each other, you know, like you're just supposed to be ready like that 
not really how it works. I mean, some people might, but most people don't. We have a whole erotic um, arousal system that needs to be woken up. We have an emotional system that needs to be woken up. You know, there's a little bit of prep work. So spontaneous sex is great, but I am one who likes to consciously transition into that moment because it helps you to show up more fully. It helps you drop into the moment with yourself and your partner. And there's a few things you can do to do that. So that's what I want to talk about first is just recognizing that yes, a transition period is normal. You know, it's normal to pause between the busy and the intimate. So that is good. So the first thing for me is about getting really present in my body because, you know, you can have a, a mental component to sex, of course, but you experience the feelings of it in your body, right? Arousal happens in our body. And so lots of things you can do, but what I want to give you tonight that's really, that you can do right now actually, is to consciously take your awareness or what I sometimes call your mind's eye into your body. So if I'll just do a really quick sample of that and you can follow along now if you want to or do it later if you prefer. So just close your eyes because that helps you to come more into here and be less distracted outside of yourself. And then it's like, take your awareness or your mind's eye to your toes. You might like to give them a little wiggle. Imagine saying hello to them. Imagine them lighting up with some arousal if you want to. And then bring your awareness through your feet and bring that energy through your feet. Now, I'm going to go really quickly through this just so I can give you a few extra things, but imagine that awareness then moving up through your ankles and your calves and your knees and up your thighs. Even just bringing your awareness to these areas starts to awaken the arousal system. You might feel it like tingling or warmth or buzzing or something. It may be louder or quieter at different times. The more you do it, the more it'll start to have an impact and effect. So you can then take your awareness into your hips and your genitals and your bottom and your belly. Now, when I do this, I immediately start to want to move my body, I notice. So listen to yourself. Don't just do what I'm saying. Listen to yourself first. That's the point of this is to get into your body and hear it and listen to it because eventually you're going to be asking it, what do you desire? What do you want to give and receive in this moment? So we're kind of bringing our awareness to our body to awaken it and listen to it. So where were we? We're at the, our belly. So we're going to come up into all of our organs and up the spine into your heart. And the heart has um, a physical component and an, what I call a metaphysical component. So that if you bring it to the center of your chest, the metaphysical heart is there, letting it soften and open. And then up to your shoulders up the back of your neck, which feels kind of sexy, down your arms, into your hands, your fingers, and then traveling up your throat and into the muscles of your face and your skull and your brain even and your eyes and the top of your head and even just above the top of your head. And I'll come back to that in a moment. And then just take a deep breath. And when you breathe out, you can open your eyes. And if we had a lot of time, I'd ask you, how was that for you, darling? You can tell your partner. <laughs> you can tell your partner how that was. <laughs> and like I say, the more you do it, the more you'll notice the effects that it's having on you. But your body likes your presence and attention. 
The next thing, and we did a little bit of this with that, is to use your breath because your breath is always in the present moment. So if your mind is thinking about work and the kids and things I have to do around the house and all that stuff, we're not here in this present moment, but your breath is. So if you focus on your breath, I mean, again, I, I like to teach it with closing your eyes, but you don't have to close your eyes. If you close your eyes and you take a slow, deep breath in through your nose, slower than you think you can, and then out again through your nose or through your mouth, whichever you feel at this moment, and then do it again. I won't talk this time. And let your body really relax on the out breath. It brings you into the present moment and it does it in two ways. For one, you're focusing on something that's in the present moment, but also it switches you from one part of the brain to the other. So it switches you from the busy, I can't remember what it's called in this moment, but the busy ancient part of the brain to the more modern I'm here in this moment brain. So there's an actual physiological thing that it does. Breath, 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 always the breath. And then the other one, I know I'm teaching these really quickly, but you have them as tools to use and Amy will go over them with you. But the other one I want to give you that you might like to do after this is um, known as eye gazing. So I often get asked, what's your top tip for good sex? And I would say, well, breathe, but also I look into each other's eyes. So, I, you know, some of the couples I've worked with in the past say, oh, I haven't actually looked at my partner in the eyes for 20 years, you know? And so to, to turn to each other so it's comfortable, so you feel comfortable and look into each other's eyes, being present. So you're not looking like to, to give something and you're not looking, hoping to get something. Thing. You're just here. Here I am in this moment with as much of me as I have access to and not making any assumptions, you know, because if you've been in a relationship for a while, you tend to think, I know who that person is. You know, they fart on Thursdays and they did this and they forgot, you know, whatever it is, we think about all these things, but that's not necessarily what's true in this moment. So if you can show up with a little bit of curiosity, who is this in front of me right here, right now? Not only is that more true, but it adds a bit of zing. You don't know who this person is right now. You know, there's, you know that enough of them to trust them, that safety is there, but also who is present right now? What might they be bringing to the party right now? And same for you. If I can be fully present, what am I bringing? Who am I bringing? So, and that all happens in the eyes. There's a whole thing in Neo Tantra about, um, you know, the eyes of the window to the soul and an energy exchange thing that happens with the eyes. So give it a try. Give it a try when we finish this. Come to your body first, take some breaths, get relaxed, and then look into your partner's eyes and see what happens. You know, you could do that just for a few seconds. You could do it for a few minutes. If we have time at the end, I'll ask you, Amy, at the end, if we have time, I'll tell you a story about eye gazing that I think you'll enjoy. Um, but I also wanted to talk about how to get more pleasure out of your erotic encounters with each other. And first of all, all those things I already said, you, you got to breathe during sex. A lot of people hold a breath and hope to get somewhere, you know, a lot of friction and get to the end. Um, you got to breathe. And the more you breathe, and especially consciously, the more you'll move sexual energy and arousal around your body, which has the potential to lead to expanded orgasms. So rather than just kind of I'm sorry for this illustration, but but a friction, 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 and hoping for a nice orgasm explosion at the genitals. If you start breathing that sexual energy around your body consciously, there's ways that you can breathe it through each other's bodies and all sorts of things. 
then you get a more expanded orgasm and you can possibly, maybe you do this naturally, but I had to learn to do it with the breath. You can ride each other's orgasms, which is a whole other thing, which is really delicious. Other basic things for getting more pleasure out is know what you like, you know, and if you don't know what you like, ask your partner, hey, can we do some exploring? I, I saw this thing and I'd like to try it. I don't know if I'll like it. And then it's what I call workshop sex. So you know that it's experimental time. So if it, you know, if it doesn't work, nobody feels bad because you knew it was an experiment. So try new things, be willing to be vulnerable, be willing to be gentle with your partner when they're being vulnerable. Well, that one almost brings tears to my eyes. <laughs> you know, be kind and generous with each other, communicate well, and create a container of safety. So if you're doing an experiment, think, what do I need to feel safe to try this thing? And it doesn't have to be something wild. You know, it might just be, let's try that breathing that that weird lady said, but experimentally. And so you might set a timer. We're going to give this 20 minutes. And then we're going to make sure we have 20 minutes afterwards where we don't have to run off and do something else. So if something comes up or we feel weird about it or something, we've got time to feedback with each other, you know? So good communication is, is crucial. The other thing, and if you'd met me when I was like early twenties, I would never have thought this, but it's so true is even if you're with someone new and it's a one night stand is to have your heart open. You know, I used to separate sex and heart when I was younger. And when I learned about having your heart open, even if it was someone new, it's not about like suddenly you have to go marry this person or have a romantic relationship with them. It's that the heart is a really important information center. It's connected, you know, not just to our bodies, but it picks up information. It has kind of antenna. It helps us be more compassionate with ourselves and each other. And it is believed that it picks up kind of information from the universe. So if we are opening our sexual self and our heart at the same time, like with the breath moving through the body, we're having a more expanded experience potentially. And I'm going to add one last thing that's a little out there for some people, but I like to drop it in there. If you, it's like, if you tried everything else, you're like, okay, what else is there? Here's this last thing <laughs> is so you've got your sexual energy is on, you've connected to your heart. And then somewhere around here, which is known as the crown, is another energy center. And if you can consciously open that as well, and I'll talk about that in a minute, and connect your sexual center, your heart, and this here, then you are connected to your sexual energy and the earth and being grounded in your body. You're also connected to love and compassion and, you know, that just kindness and whatever else is going on there. And then there's your crown, which put in whatever words make you feel comfortable here, but divine grace, the universe, something higher than ourselves. And when all three of those are consciously connected, the physical act of sex, whatever you're doing, you can just be plain old missionary if you want to. You can be doing something kinky. It doesn't matter what the act is. If you've got all that connected and you're connected to your partner, honestly, it's mind-blowing because you're channeling more than just sexual energy into your sex. So you're having a bigger, more pleasurable experience. I mean, I could go on and on and on. Amy, how are we doing for time? <laughs> We're doing good at time. Should I tell the story about um, the eye-gazing story? Yes, literally, I wrote it down while you were talking because I believe, you know, the thing of it is, and one point also I would like to add to, you know, your many points of being present, you know, the breathing, you know, and having that safe space is being honest. 
You know, don't say that you're enjoying something if you know you're not enjoying something, because then, you know, you tend to get turned off. Right. And the thing is, if you haven't said, then your partner might assume, well, this is a thing they like, and then they're going to keep doing it, you know? And actually, you bring up a really good point, which is boundaries and consent are, see, I always assume that's in there, but it's good to say boundaries and consent, even with your partner. Because we have different moods on different days. You know, one day you might like your partner stroking your back and another day it might really squick you out. You know, you're just like, oh, don't do that. And instead, you know, when your partner says, honey, that's not working for me, please, could you try something else? The best response is thank you. Because they've been vulnerable enough to tell you their truth, which means they're leading you down where you can both have a better time. What we often do is go, oh, God, I've done it wrong. I'm so bad. You know, we, it's so hard to take a no. But I really encourage people to say thank you when their partner says no to something. Because ultimately, if I'm saying no to my partner, I'm saying yes to myself, which ultimately is going to lead us somewhere better. Yeah. So that's a really good point. Thank you, Amy. And not only that, you know, you, you don't take it personally. I always say, you know, being intimate is something, you know, you don't take personally when someone's guiding you and telling you what they would like because it makes our experience more pleasurable right you're supposed to be working together as a team you know it's not like you're supposed to know what to do to me and I'm supposed to know what to do to you we we work together as a team and so like you say it's not personal this is how are we going to create a beautiful time and you know depending on what's going on in your life and the world and your body and, you know, your shoulder hurts today or your hormones are stirring or whatever it is. We have different needs and different desires. And even if all of that was stable, we have different things that we like to try on different days. So that is just normal. And then you just want to find where do you meet up in that moment? Yes. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, really. So, and now we can go into the eye gazing story because I still want to hear that story. It, I hope it tells well. It's so good. So, a, a couple of years ago, before we weren't doing things in person, <laughs> I went into a phone shop to have my phone fixed. It was a little tiny phone shop next to a, a train station. So, it was, you know, small, like a closet. And I, I gave them my phone, and there were a couple of people in the shop and a couple of people that worked there. And one of the people that worked there said to me, you know, what do you do? do for a living. I was like, I never know what to say in that instant. You know, something different always comes out. And I said, oh, I help people have better sex. And I could hear, it was like a pin could drop. And then he kind of moved away from me as that often happens. And then a little while later, he said, could you help me? And I said, yeah, come here. And he went right here. I went, yeah, come here. I don't know what possessed me, but this is what happened. So he came over and he stood in front of me and I said, I want you to close your eyes Take a deep breath and relax your body. And then I want you to get really present. I want you to be right here, right now. And I said, when you feel that, I want you to open your eyes and I'm going to be there to meet you with my eyes. And he was like, all right, okay. You know, and he kind of rolled his shoulders or whatever. And then he he did it. I felt him kind of drop into his body and then he opened his eyes. And for like three seconds, we met each other in our eyes. Like we'd never met before, right? And he went, oh my God, that's, a, that's amazing. What happened? I'm going to go tell my girlfriend. And off he went. And he felt it in that moment, standing there in the phone shop. He felt it. And what he felt was that I was utterly present with him. And he was utterly present. And that is, 
it's just ecstatic, that moment. You know, it's the thing that we, I think we all deeply long for and deeply fear, isn't it? Is being seen. We want to be seen and we're scared of being seen. And that's why there's a beautiful dance of that in sexuality. You know, we really want our partners to see us, but we only want them to see the bits that we think are okay to love or okay to be seen. But if you are willing to bring all of yourself, warts and all, that gives them more permission to do the same. And then, you know, there's more of you there to experience the good stuff. (laughs) And I believe, you know, being vulnerable in the moment helps you to have better sex. That's just has been one of, you know, I always tell people, you know, you cannot be honest. You cannot be open and expect to have fireworks. Right. You're holding back. Sex is going to hold back. But if you come completely and you're present and everything, and you know, you're not in your head, you do, you're not going. And then, you know, what do I have to do tomorrow? Oh, did, did I do this? Did I do that? There's too much going on. You need to be That's present. That's right. And, you know, you're making me think, um, somebody I worked with a while back, she said that she couldn't tell her husband what she liked because every time she would say, oh, honey, that's really good. Could you go a little to the left or go a little harder or softer or whatever it was? He got angry and which made her close up, you know, so then she wasn't relaxed and arousal disappeared. But also he then told her that he felt emasculated. And she was like, no, honey, you're, you're a hot, virile man. This is for us. But she said he was so closed off to it. He just wasn't willing to be vulnerable and couldn't handle truth. Whereas now with her new lover, because they're no longer together, (laughs) she said, you know, he asked, what do you like? Where do you want to be touched? How do you like to be touched? You know, even if you've been together 20 years, this moment hasn't happened. And so it's still good to ask, you know, you can, there's ways, isn't there? Like you can try a little bit. How is this honey? And do you like it different? And you may not want to talk all the way through it, or that might be your thing and you love it. But communication and vulnerability and truth is what's going to get you to the good stuff. Definitely. So in closing, uh, I know we just recapped, you know, the communication, the vulnerability, the being present. What else do you have for us in closing? You know what? Have fun. Have fun and playful. You know, sex can be funny. It's a funny thing, sexism. It's, it can be so deep and so spiritual and so vulnerable. I cry sometimes when I orgasm, you know. I used to judge that. I don't anymore. You know, sex and orgasm are fun and playful and silly. We make silly faces. It's okay to laugh. It's okay for it to not work out. And sometimes you stop and try again. And sometimes you go, you know what, honey, let's just get a takeaway and try again tomorrow. It's okay. You know, it's okay. Just don't put so much stuff on it. The other thing I would say is if you know that you have what I call like societal conditioning, shame, fear, and all that stuff, you know, wherever you grow up, whatever your family's like, the media and everyone are telling us you're supposed to know what you're doing and everyone's supposed to be having lots of sex and sex is supposed to look like this. And, you know, do your best to clear that out of your mind, clear that out of your body. Whatever you like is great. If someone, if a consenting adult wants to do that with you, great. You know, your desires aren't wrong. Your body's not wrong. Sex isn't wrong. It's natural and beautiful. And it does take learning to know how to do it. You know, it's innate within us, but learning how to do it with someone is a constant learning state, which, you know, have fun with it. 
And, you know, you brought up a very good point where too much, you know, we look at videos, we look at movies and we say, hey, you know, it it takes on a certain pattern. But I always tell people, you know, make it yours. Yes. They're not you. You're not them. Own it. Yeah. And I would add to that. And sex also doesn't have to be linear. It doesn't have to have a start, a middle that is friction, 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 and then orgasm is the end. You know, you could stay in the beginning bit for hours, for, forever. You know, that could, you could just be in a constant state of foreplay with your with your partner that is sometimes just whispering in each other's ears or sending each other a text or stroking your partner in the bath. Or, you know, you can be in a constant state of foreplay. The frictiony stuff or not may or may not be part of, you know, penetration or not may be part of your thing. It doesn't have to include those bits to be called sex. And orgasm the same. You might like to orgasm sometimes, not other times or twice, you know, whatever is your thing. That's, but like you say, you say it really well, make it your own. Yeah. You know, and I just want people to be, you know, just be open, honest and communicate. I think if you're, you have those three down pack, you're in a much better place at the end of tonight than you were at the beginning. That's it. And just recognize you both feel vulnerable. Yes. The person saying the thing that might be hard to say, it feels vulnerable. The person hearing the thing that's hard to be said is also vulnerable. So look after each other. And, you know, and looking after each other, you know, and look after yourself as well. You know, don't take things personally and do not leave things faster. And I know that's a different topic for next session because all of that, you know, helps you to process and to be better. My partner has a great saying for that. He talks about our relationship like a nest and he says, and we keep the nest clean. Yes. So we say what has to be said. Yeah. Love it. Keep the nest clean. I love it. I He's love it. real wise with stuff like that. <laughs> all right. So... Thank you so much for being here. Okay, and thank you for having me. That was really fun. Thank you for listening to the Sexual Alchemy Podcast with Rebecca Lowry. If this podcast has aroused your curiosity and you'd like to take things further, you can get a copy of my free video training, Reclaiming Your Intuitive, Confident, Sensual Self. The link is in the show notes below, wherever you are listening.